morning. It is Monday the 3rd of May. I'm Ben O'Leary here for Marks Today. As usual, to have a look at the week ahead in the stock market with you all. And this morning, the ASX 200 is up 18 points or a quarter of a percent, although it has given back a little bit of its early gains. Financials are leading the way this morning with the sector up around 1.2%, but we'll come back to that in just a second. While real estate and communication services are the next best, both up around 1%. On the other end of the scale, tech is the worst off, down 1%, with 3% falls in WiseTech, Altium and Coden weighing on the sector. But all eyes are on bank results this week, with the sector resurrection tip to continue after a stellar 12-month recovery, which has seen the sector up 53% after that nasty fall when the pandemic hit in February last year. Analysts expect to see a reduction in debt provisions across the board, supported by the strong macro tailwinds, with positive margin moves as cost blowouts remain in check, and we see a return to dividend normalisation. Westpac has kicked things off this morning. As mentioned, they're up 4% in early trade. First half cash earnings were up 256% to $3.54 billion, which was ahead of the estimates of $3.44 billion, while cash EPS and net interest margin both looked above expectations as well. They declared an interim dividend of $0.58, cents, which was a little shy of the $0.60 cents expected, but its first interim dividend since 2019, and a nice return nonetheless, and obviously the market is liking that result on the whole. They go ex-dividend on May 13th, which gives income investors a little over a week to make up their mind. We've got the broker box for Westpac and the other banks up in the strategy section today, and Westpac is in fact the one that the brokers like the most with an average target price of 7.3% above the current share price, although those targets are likely to be updated after the release today. ANZ is next up on Wednesday. Last week's announcement that the first half cash earnings will be affected by notable items to the tune of $925 million means there's one less unknown when the numbers drop and will leave the focus on margins and the dividend. Underlying net interest margin is expected to jump 4 basis points, while first half 21 cash net profit is expected to be around $3.2 billion, which is more than double the number we saw in the second half of FY20. That's expected alongside a 70 cent dividend, which would make a 63% payout ratio. Hopefully you get the whole hog there. Currently the average broker target price is sitting 4.7% above market value, although Morgan's is particularly optimistic in there, as they are with all of the big four banks. NAB rounds out the big four results on Thursday. CBI of course reported in February. And their first half cash net profit number is expected to be somewhere in the realms of 60% up on the second half of last year, with a 62% payout ratio for an interim dividend of 60 cents. Analysts are hoping to see the net interest margin resilience continue into the second half and the macroeconomic lift allow greater cost cutting going forward. Currently, the brokers are a little less optimistic across the board with NAB than the other two, although the target price is still 2% above market, and once again, Morgan's is the biggest fan. Macquarie rounds out the week on Friday and is likely to follow in the footsteps of the Wall Street investment banks after a big year of corporate activity. Net profit is expected to come in around 9% up on FY20 at $2.94 billion, with a final dividend of $0.360 cents expected. Brokers are fairly mixed on Macquarie with an equal spread of buys and sells and an average target price 5% below the current share price.
We do also have an RBA meeting this week, though it is unlikely to provide too many fresh talking points. The recent lower than expected CPI number means we will probably keep hearing about the endless policy accommodation for some time, with some economists expecting them to extend their bond buying program. The statement of monetary policy will of course follow on Friday. And looking at the rest of the week, outside of the banks we have a couple of other results in IAP on Wednesday, ECX Thursday and most notably REA on Friday who may well be looking at a very nice set of numbers with the Australian property market once again running with a head full of steam. Though the focus will be on the outlook with the housing market activity perhaps as good as it will get for a while as house prices and new loan growth begins to slow. We also have a number of AGMs. Transurban is today, QBE and NXS on Wednesday, Rio, TPG, IRE, GMA, HT1, IMR and BRU on Thursday, as well as Macquarie Group's Australia Conference, which runs Tuesday through to Thursday. Meanwhile, the US results season continues, although it is now running into the buffers, with PayPal, Pfizer and General Motors about the only ones of any interest left on the calendar. A quick look at the ex-dividends and Bank of Queensland and their 2.6% gross yield on Wednesday, alongside Jupiter Mines and their 5.8% unfranked yield on Thursday are about the extent of the relevant ex-dividends this week. Of course, you can find the full calendar on our website in the strategy section or under the calendars tab as usual. And on the economic front this week, the RBA meeting and following statement of monetary policy is the main event. Outside of that, we have AI Group Manufacturing Index and the Market Manufacturing PMI out today, Balance of Trade and Home Loans tomorrow, AI Group Construction Index, Market Services PMI and Building Permits on Wednesday, and the AI Group Services Index on Friday in a relatively quiet week. It's not the case over in the US and they have a fairly busy week which kicks off with construction spending, ISM manufacturing PMI and market manufacturing PMI out tonight, followed by total vehicle sales, balance of trade, red book, economic optimism, New York index and factory orders tomorrow night, the NBA 30 year mortgage rate, ADP employment change, ISM non-manufacturing PMI and market services and composite PMIs on Wednesday, unit labour costs, non-farm productivity and challenging job cuts on Thursday, and then finally their jobs numbers alongside wholesale inventories on Friday. There's just a couple of releases in China with the Kaxin manufacturing PMI out today, the Kaxin services PMI out Thursday, and balance of trade Friday, while Japan has an even quieter week with just the Bank of Japan monetary policy meeting minutes and the Jubon Bank Services PMI out on Thursday. There's not a whole lot happening over in Europe either. They have Market Manufacturing PMI out today, Market Services PMI and PPI on Wednesday, and Retail Sales on Thursday, while the UK has a little bit more going on with a number of PMI releases through the week, accompanying Bank of England Consumer Credit and Mortgage Lending tomorrow, and the Bank of England Interest Rate Decision, which is the main event of the week on Thursday. And last but not least on the Marcus Today media front this week, Marcus and Henry will be sharing the duties on ABC Radio 774 in Melbourne each morning at around 10.25am as usual. Marcus will be back with his strategy section and podcast Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, as well as his popular Saturday morning piece in our Saturday newsletter as usual. Friday, we will have our weekly sector charts as always, and we're experimenting with a little bit of a video there, which you might have seen on Friday last week. Let us know any feedback to that if you have some. 
Chris will be on Ausbiz at around 9.30 on Friday as usual. Tom will have another buy, hold, sell, which will be accompanied by a stock watch video. And Henry is a very busy boy this week. Alongside his normal Henry's take each day, he's going to be on the Equity Mate show on Ausbiz on Wednesday night. The call with Koshi on Wednesday at noon. And Ask an Analyst will be back this Friday at 5.30. Webinar format once again, so make sure you don't miss out. Find the registration details in Henry's take this week. And so that is all I have for you today. Hope you have a great week. We'll catch you next Monday. Mm-hmm.